we're jumping in. We're jumping in. Was that cool? Did we sound cool? That was the. That's water. I'm water. Andy's here. Hello. That was scary, actually. So. We're not doing our normal our normal intro because Andy's here for Rocket Docket. Rocket Docket. Yeah, but we can yeah. still Andy, how's it going? How's things? How's life? Good. I just now feel bad that you're blaming me for the fact that you're not doing an intro. Mm-hmm. That's on you. 100%. Yeah, it's not at all because we couldn't think of a thing. So That's, you know what? Fair <laughs> enough. I, I again have the podcast with Joe. I know where it's like, huh. Excuse me. Oh, excuse yourself. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. You were always the most prepared one. I, I got you. Yeah. Uh, I feel um, attacked. I, on my I own feel attacked. Yeah. <laughs> you both show. suck. How about that? That's <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm good. I've just been, you know, living life in the summer. I'm getting ready to travel for like a month. So that should be fun. Uh, where, are you, where are you going? You were telling us before. Yeah, on Friday, I leave for uh, Newfoundland. I'm driving. My friend is from St. John's in Canada. And so Canada. Um, I know it was another like Canadian friend. That's I know I've got. <laughs> no, I think it's just you two. <laughs> um, and this one person I follow on Instagram who was our my server in Montreal one time she was like you guys are cool and then she followed us on Instagram and I was like okay <laughs> I <laughs> love then, Canadians <laughs> I know and then we followed her back and she was cool she's cool um hey. but yeah she's moving back uh or at least going back for a while um and then so we were like we'll drive you because you have a cat that doesn't want to fly and we're like we'll use that as an excuse let's do it <laughs> um and so me and my ex-roommate are driving up with her uh she's an ex-colleague of ours and then so. driving Wait, and the back. cat is coming the cat is coming. Yeah. So that's that's the reason ostensibly for Whoa. us to do this. Are you going to pull a Mitt Romney and put the cat on the roof of the car? Well, you don't think that cat's getting in my own car, do you? Like that's. <laughs> uh, I think the cat gets its own like part of the seat. Like there's a lot of cat things that are happening. Um, and then we're driving back. So um, it's going to be like two and a half weeks, I think. That's miserable. I mean, but amazing. I, you guys have yeah. like a cat leash? I don't it's not my cat yeah so okay. I have okay. nothing I can't okay. tell you anything okay. about the cool. cat the the infrastructure that will make this cat possible um, but and then and then I'm going to like a music festival after that and then I'm going to Gulf Shores for a week so like it's just that all of the things that I wanted to do everyone could only do them in like this amount of time so <laughs> a really a fun and exciting life I lead it's where okay. I spend he's all leaving, my money he's leaving me forever and it's fine and that's well, right thanks for before you start your fun and exciting life, joining us on our podcast. Yeah, I squeeze you guys in before I just say goodbye forever. It'll be great. Now, I, I know Andy did not listen to the episode that came out yesterday yet. Um, however, I do have an update already that I texted Anna. So um, this super hot MMA fighter came mm-hmm. to my house to try and sell me mm-hmm. um, a pest control service. And then, so I told him, I'm like, well, send me an email about your company so I can look it up. Again, not a local company. He told me it was local, not a local company. It is a national company with a local office, Bolsheviks. Okay. So, but he sent me an email. And I was like, hey, girl. And I got his full name. And I was like, okay, I'll Google you. It's fine. And then um, he just sent me a follow up message. I didn't respond to this and I'd already declined this, this company service. And it just says, Hey, I just wanted to follow up with you, period, and see if I can get you taken care of, period. 
Are you gonna are you gonna marry oh, a pest control guy yes. into your he, house? That just knocked on his door. Yeah, that's now the this greatest is, meat cute I've ever yeah. heard. This oh. needs to be incorporated into your uh, rumspringa. Uh, oh, control my movie. pests. Oh, honey. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. we're married now. We're married. He's very hot. It <laughs> sounds like it. Were they just periods? Was there an exclamation point anywhere? Was there a winky face? I think the periods face? are more powerful. I think I actually kind of agree. As a woman, yeah. I can confirm periods can be very powerful. <laughs> yeah. He is punctuating my sentences. Okay. Yeah. Let me just. I will say I do like just like a a statement of fact as opposed to like excitement, right? That's nice. It will be like another two weeks before this episode is released. So who knows what could happen between now and then. He could get a restraining order. I could get arrested. Or he could be a stalker. I just Okay, I was like, I love that in that instance, both of them are like you stalking him. And then I was like, well, thank God you had the other one. So we're Yeah, of course, equality. So that's that's right. (laughs) That's what that means. Yeah. Well, gang, we're doing Rocket Docket today, which Rocket is just Docket. where we, we 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 are in our robes and our mm-hmm. our uh, our coiffed. Is it the right Mix. word? Coiffed. Quaffed. Quaffed. Learn some French. God. Well, damn it. to be fair, yeah. order of Wait. the coif is a legal thing, and it's called coif, not quaff. And it I, cannot be pronounced that way. Was it, it is, yesterday's episode? That where we just butchered a bunch of French. Oh, we did. Andy didn't listen to it. And that Andy yet. hasn't heard it Not yet. yet. Oh, no. God. Now, now <laughs> we're going to stop. I'm going to listen. <laughs> I'm going to go listen for a little bit. You guys talk amongst yourselves. And then what is I it will. called when a word has the same spelling in another language, but you just say it with an accent? Is it a cognate? I don't know if there's a word for it. just two different words. I don't know there's, what you mean. Are you fucking kidding me? There's what do you like? Give me a like a reservoir versus something. Well, that's right. right. You say it the same way, I guess. Like right. oh, like a forte versus a fort. Uh, well, that's saying it differently. Yeah, that's Isn't what I mean. That's right? saying it wrong. <laughs> so wait, you're saying reservoir, where it's the same word in both things and pronounced the same. I'm confused. I think it's called a cognate. Okay, I looked of up a word having the it, same yeah. linguistic derivation as another from the right. same original word or root. So fuck off, Andy, and your linguistic no. Derivation. Well, what do you mean? I, I feel like, like that doesn't mean the same thing that, the same. that it means. Right. It's like it's like um, same it, linguistic yeah. derivation. Right. It's not the same as like spelling slash pronunciation. It is for me, Mama. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I always thought that, that there was a special and maybe to be think fair, about it this I'm way. It's like you what is the name of this concept? Cognate though would be like the word like like in French you have the word tête which means head, but in Italian you have the word testa. Those are Excuse me? from <laughs> those are from the same mm-hmm. root, so they're cognate words. To- totes, yeah. The, I completely right. followed that. Yeah. percent like, <laughs> Think of like the word the word um of capo which means head in Italian and the word head are actually cognate words because they come from the same place, even though they sound very different now. So I don't think that's what you mean, but I don't know Probably what you mean not. because I didn't listen to the last episode. So yeah. it's just, and literally describing it, it's when, never mind, I'm not going to go. Say it again. I'm no, say it one no. more time and then you can okay. chop any oh, of this, this out. Is, if you need Andy's to. the linguist, everyone. This uh, yeah. is, is, it's when a word basically is like, there's no direct translation for it. And you just, it's just this exact same word, but said with, you know, without, but, but with said, an American accent. Or the accent of whatever language, like like kindergarten, well, the American butchering of yes, a language, like kindergarten, or kindergarten. Is the word for that, yeah. <laughs> of children. It's just borrowing, 
Okay. Yeah. I thought there was a word for it. So I guess I'm wrong. That's what Americans say. It's called you're, stealing in other languages. It's linguistic borrowing. Colonialism. It okay, yeah. got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, it's like, sometimes you get the, the correct pronunciation. Sometimes you don't. It just depends on what the word is and who's taking it when it's being taken and all that kind of stuff. Like chai. Yeah. You mean chai tea? Chai tea. Tea tea. Mom well, bread. Yeah. Chai Mom tea. Mom bread. Yeah. <laughs> Well, for more linguistic hot takes, you can go listen to Discussing Amongst Ourselves. <laughs> there are two episodes that are up right now, and that's all that you'll ever be able to that's hear. That's true. We stopped yeah. paying for it. Well, okay. Anyway. Um, okay. Should we rocket docket ourselves? Rocket docket. Let's docket the fuck out of ourselves. Okay. So here's, here's for those of you who are new or who haven't listened to previous episodes, we just, this is the, the fast docket. This is like the... Uh, arraignments in criminal court, Mama. It's in and out. You come, you see the judge, you're out, and we're not going to dwell. Mm-hmm. Or if we there will, dwell, there will it. be dwelling. Let's there, not get there will obviously be, but dwelling, it's, but it's but like yep. it's dwelling. It's discretionary dwelling. We don't <laughs> we don't dive in necessarily on everything, but we choose when to dwell because what DM discretion? I fucking. I can't yeah. with you, but like, excuse me, you can't. I am, I am firmly in Anna's corner on this. Every time I listen to this podcast, and you're just like, I guess DM discretion. I was like, no, no, <laughs> no that cannot be the. Answer. What are you talking about? She is the more DM discretion one. How than dare I you? Am. How dare you? You fully <laughs> only last episode, but how dare you? Otherwise, I'm very anti DM discretion. Until I'm not. That's right. That's the I think, key. Yeah. I yeah. feel very gassed on my own podcast. So basically, we're just, we're not doing a deep dive. We're just gossiping about DD. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Andy, would you like to, you, you have some cases for us. Would you like to dive in? Well, I have three things that I thought about, okay. um, but that doesn't mean I've thought about them in depth the way that I should or anything like that. But um, so just to give anyone listening a, a situation on me, I am not qualified to be here in any way, shape or form. I have played TNT. I don't really play a lot. I've played before um, with both of you. Yeah. And we were on the other one, the, the raw school. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. But I do the things I think I'm supposed to do. I watched Dimension 20. I listened to NADPOD. <laughs> um, and I'm on TikTok and they show me things that are DD. Yeah. Okay. To be fair, DD TikTok is what got you into DD more so than me. Fair. It's the thing that got me to watch Dimension 20 mm-hmm. because they do clips from that and the clips are very good because mm-hmm. they show you the very good parts. And they usually leave out the parts that are just silly. Well, they put silly. It's not a big deal. But yeah, that's kind of what got me on there. Um, but I guess I'll start with, um, a more fun one, I think, because <laughs> today or yesterday, I think, or the day before I saw a tweet, um, that was talking about stranger things. And they're like, mm-hmm. every time we see spoilers, those strange- spoilers, spoilers, no, it's not. Spoilers. I'm just kidding. No, spoilers. no it's, it's not at all. <laughs> um, it says every time we see those stranger things, kids play D and D they're in combat. Where is the three hour shopping? <laughs> <laughs> and I kind so of wanted good. to know because I, if, if anyone else doesn't know, Joe and I tend to um, get on Discord. I love um, to watch people play games. I don't like to play them myself. We were literally <laughs> just doing this before we got on. Yeah. You were watching me play a game called Satisfactory, which is you're dropped on a planet and you have to build a factory. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, you have it's to amazing. sate a factory. It seems like I can't imagine wanting to play that, much less watch someone else play that. 
Okay, Anna, listen, you should watch okay. people play games more often. It means you get to judge, but you also get one hand to eat with and one hand to drink with. And it's okay. <laughs> this is actually very true. Yeah. Very recently, my my boyfriend moved in with me. Bragging. He plays <laughs> video games and he plays something called Fall Guys. I don't know if anybody's yeah, ever heard, I've of, heard this. of this. I've never heard of it. It is hilarious to watch. Okay. He's just like See? yelling at a bunch of little emojis dressed like hot dogs falling <laughs> off of spinning wheels and shit it is so funny to watch it's great there you go. I, if, if i play games myself i don't want anyone to watch or be around me so like it's <laughs> it's not um anyway but when we were watching the other time you guys recently in one of your campaigns got a mansion Yes, that's right. And you had just, I guess, mentioned that you wanted a mansion or something. And Joe was like, yeah. I guess I'm building a mansion. And yeah, so yeah, yeah, we spent, yeah. he was like, just get on there and, and, and then be judging. And I was like, perfect. I can do that. <laughs> um, and built this mansion for you guys. And apparently like the, like picking of rooms, deciding on where things would be, oh took gosh. like an hour and a half or something. It did. It did. So I guess Almost like the what, whole session. Yeah. <laughs> Honest. Yeah. Which is great. But I was like, so what other kinds of situations have you been in where like suddenly you especially i guess joe as a dm person as a dm person as a dm um, <laughs> it's like a pin number uh so like where things things go crazy like we were just like i didn't expect us to be there for four hours but suddenly we were has those has it happened a lot or is that not a thing oh man that's a great question yeah. um i know it i i wouldn't necessarily necessarily say it happens a lot where it's like that extreme like uh, shopping sessions and stuff like when you know like okay we just got uh, done with a huge adventure um they're going to want to spend the money they got they're going to want to catch up with npcs that they've met they're going to want to like just chill out we've done a bunch of combat um then you know like okay this is going to be we call them shopping episodes um uh uh it, it's it's just it's what critical role role made famous in D and D. I guess it's like the one of the most famous things that they've done because I don't know that this was a huge thing in D and D before critical role. Okay, maybe it was, but like I I don't know because I didn't really play much before that. But um, it, it's like you literally just role play and go through mm -hmm. all of the like shopping stuff. And those of you listening to play D and D know exactly what we're talking about. Um, but I would say like when those sessions are coming, I know I'm like, great. I'm going to pick, I'm going to create a few shops. I'm going to create a few NPCs, a few little plot points are going to happen, but they're going to be kind of short. And I ex fully expect my players to like be in the thick of it. However, what tends to happen more often than not is that I, and this is very true for a number of DMs is that we over prepare when we're not anticipating something like that. So for example, in Gaidra one, um, they're in this, this city underneath a mountain right now. And, um, uh, they wanted to, uh, go to like, I, I narrated that there was like, um, like a, like a bath, like a, like a community bath with like these hot springs and, Dirty. um, yeah. Oh, baby. And they, uh, they fully were like, yeah, we want to go to like the hot springs or whatever. So like we did that and fully like RP'd like a good 30 to 45 minutes just in that scene. And actually a really important like character development, you know, kind of happened. And it was like, those are things you don't prepare for. Right. right. So, so I wouldn't say like necessarily in my pr perspective that like, 
it happens a lot that you get those like four hour long ones, but definitely the, the, those shorter bits where like, sometimes it takes an hour to RP something you thought was going to take 10 minutes and you mm-hmm. suddenly are like grossly overprepared for your next session, which is great. <laughs> that is, I mean, I just know as I used to teach and I know if you overprepared for a lesson and then suddenly you're like, Oh shit. But you're like, actually fantastic. Right. Cause now <laughs> I have the whole week is planned. So that's great. Um, interesting. I know for that situation you just described, I'm in a number of book clubs and one of them is a smutty book club. And so I just know that we would all be like, so who fucked and explain how <laughs> and all that. Uh, so fair enough. So, but those don't, those weren't a thing before I mean, like critical I role wasn't ever, a th- I have never watched critical role, but mostly because the, um, length of episodes and how many mm-hmm. there are does scare me, but the investment. Dude, and I had, it, it yeah. takes away from the amount of time I have to watch Real Housewives. I don't know. It's going to be <laughs> like, it's God. fine. But um, I, I won't say it didn't exist. It definitely did. But like, I mean, I, they had to buy things. Right. right. But I think the degree to which DMs felt the liberty to really role play those moments when we saw it happen in these live plays before Critical Role and Critical Role and after Critical Role, like, I think we turned them into these much mm. broader things and and of course i'm i'm i don't know this for a fact like of course shopping sessions existed before critical role but like for an example that sticks out in my mind is that in campaign two of critical role ashley johnson's character yasha um she really wants to learn how to play the harp and she there's this whole scene when they're um uh, uh when, when they're in this shop in this kind of strange city rosona um uh and uh they she has like a harp fashioned out of like bones. She's a barbarian and, you know, and, and she was like, yeah, I want this like fashioned out of bones. And the whole, I just, that really just sticks out this beautiful moment where it's like, she was sort of getting into this more like creative side of her character. Who's a very, who's a very quiet, you know, a quiet barbarian. Um, uh-huh. uh, and, and I just thought that that was a really beautiful moment. And it was a shop. It was a shopping episode that just had that, that moment like caked into it. So I think that like we, I learned at least I won't, I won't speak for everyone like learning from watching critical role, like, Oh, you could turn this into really cool experiences. And then the players just, everyone builds off of each other. You know, Anna, we had one, um, uh, in, uh, Rindmeyer, uh, and right before you guys sailed across the bay, we mm-hmm. had like a shopping session where you guys went to like all these little shops and, and, and things. And you ended up meeting this Loxodon man, an elephant man who, uh, you learned that like his family had been killed in the war. And like, that was that really sentimental moment. Um, and he was, he was, he ended up giving you guys a discount because he, because you told them that you were fighting for like the, the resistance basically. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's just it, it's just one of those things where it's like you your players will tell you exactly what they want to do, and then you just kind of like, great, let's go with it. And those are the sessions that can sometimes be difficult as well because you have to at improv so much of it. Do you think it's like? So I don't know if this is going to make any sense, but um, I, my friend sent me an interview the other day, and she was like, some of these interviews it was like multiple people, and she's like, some of them are just annoying and whatever, but some of them say things that you know you might have been thinking, but no one has ever seen it like written down or said it out loud, kind of a thing. So like with these, it's like, oh, people might have liked the idea of role playing. Like I'm gonna go to the you know H and M at you know the <laughs> I don't know dwarven underground place or whatever, um, and then hogs like, and marauders. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Listen, it's it's canon, Hogs? I guess now, so we're good. Hogs. Hogs. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, but like, it's like people really like doing that, but then like wouldn't say that they like doing it. So then DMs assume that shopping is boring. So then they see it on these DM yeah. thing. There are these D and D stuff now, and everyone's like, "I'm I'm gonna buy the tightest pants I can at wherever we're going." Kind of a thing. <laughs> like, so. Okay, so I have three things to say about that. One is, I th- yes, let me just break it down for you. Okay, one is, I think that um, you know, taking for example our our mansion room picking session, we are a longer campaign, mm. so we don't mind investing that kind of time in a session to do something silly and fun like that, um, mm. as because when we're told like, oh, this is going to be your home, like your home base, you know, and you get to like build your room and decorate it however you want. And we've been playing these characters for two years now. When I play that kind of session, I'm like actually thinking in real life, you know, 2024, we're going to come back from some dirty ass battle. What do I want my imaginary mansion room to be looking like? It's like the Sims. So I don't okay, mind spending sessions like that, like doing that, because it actually is like the more you play a character, you know, the more you become invested in that and the more it makes sense to do these like day to day things. I guess, like you... lean into the mundane when you yes. when there's a lot more time to be. Exactly. Yeah. You know, if we were doing like a one shot or if we were doing like a, hey, this is going to be eight sessions, mm-hmm. we, of course, wouldn't even bother doing something like right, that. Right, right, right. Nobody's giving us a mansion and then letting us pick rooms. Right. Um, the second thing, and I think this is part of your original question, is like what other things like that have happened that have surprised you that have taken more time than you thought they would? Yeah. Um, planning. Mm. So like when we're given the opportunity to be like, hey, we're going to go into this castle and fight the big bad. You need to come up with a plan about how you're going to do that. And I think before our big battle in Stolheim, we probably spent like four sessions <laughs> oh my God. Just, just being like, what the fuck are we going to do when we get there? What I are mean, we you, doing? Did, are you, you did other pretend? stuff. During oh, yeah. Yeah. Sessions. I mean, there was other role play stuff. There was battles. But the, main, in there. the main plot thrust but, was. But honestly, yeah. it was like us just trying to be like, Okay, and what do we do if this is blocked? What do we do if we get caught here? What do we do if we're discovered here? What do we do if we run out of ammo? What do we do if we run out of magic? What do that's, we do if one of us yeah, dies? That's an it was literally like a, and I couldn't believe that in a D&D session, I was spending time being like, <laughs> what's plan F? <laughs> right, yeah. exactly. You know? Well, and that no, that's an amazing point. Like, and shout out to Josh. Um, I'm in a campaign of his uh, where we just ended up in Avernus, which is hell, one of the layers of hell. And our, we were tasked by this like demon uh, to infiltrate this like witch's base, basically. And we literally spent like we got the visual of what it looked like and then spent one and a half to two hours just deciding, okay, how the fuck are we going to do this? And of course, DMs love it because you just sit back and you don't have to do a goddamn thing. <laughs> yeah, the longer you run out the clock, the the better I'm prepared for next time. Absolutely. That's a good point, I think, too, though, with the planning stuff, because I've seen it on stuff and I'm like, wow, they are really leaning into this. And I yeah. can't think of myself doing that, but I know for a fact if that like presented itself. It's exactly. one of those things that seemingly it's like, oh, it must have, we must have talked about that for 15 minutes. And you're like, okay, that was actually two was, hours ago. That was actually like two and a half hours. Right. And, okay, and so here's my third thing that I will yeah. say. I obviously have been playing even less time than Joe has. So I didn't know, I don't know what things were like before I started playing D and D, but 
if there was like fewer shopping excursions and things like that, you know, in the past, uh, I think, I think that that is probably because a lot of those folks play for the battles, right? Like they get uh-huh. into D and D imagining that like, it's going to be battle after battle and that's what entices them to the game to begin with. Right. And that's great. And I bet you that campaigns run like that still without these like shopping things. And, you know, a DM will probably just be like, what do you want? What do you want? What do you want? Okay. This much gold, this much gold, this much gold. Let's get to the battle because that's why that group is meeting to play. But when you think about the people that do dimension 20 and you think about the people that are doing critical role, those people are actors, performers, they live for the role play. That's why they create all those instances to give them a chance to do the role play, right? I'm the same way. If if our if our campaigns didn't have as much role play as they do now, I don't think I would enjoy it as much because I love the role play aspects of playing D&D, which I think is why, you know, Joe's campaigns have those sessions where we're like, let's go shopping. <laughs> so, exactly. Yeah, I think well, that's, that's a good point. Yeah. Well, I, I guess that you think about like um Plus, you're—I mean, the 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 tweet about Stranger Things, where you're like, mm-hmm. "Of course, I'm watching like a the, show about yeah. kids playing it, <laughs> yes. and like it's not going to be a real thing." Or like, "Have you seen?" And this is—and I'm sorry if I'm bringing this up, and it's blasphemous. Have we seen the Dungeons and Dragons movie? No, that came Wait, out a long time ago. The one with Tom. The Hanks? one with Tom Hanks. No. Oh, Andy, you gotta. Okay. Uh, no, no, I don't know about that. This is. I'm thinking of. There's. It's like this hot. I, I. It was like I didn't know. I thought he was attractive, but now looking back, you're like, oh, you thought he was attractive. It has Jeremy Irons in it, I think, and there's like literal dragons and literal whatever. Dungeons. So like, no. but like when you literal dungeons, literal no. dragons. <laughs> but like when you watch it, it's just very much like, oh, we're fighting to get something. There's a big dragon battle at the end, and what, and so it does feel like. I think that sounds. I like what you're saying and that it, it sounds right to me. Like people just think of it as the battles and not actually as like, I don't know, the going shopping. Right. Exactly. Right? The, yeah. the daily life that you're just like, oh yeah, I guess we're on the road. And, and I will what say, kind of food do you want to eat? You know? And I will say like, you know, not to shit on straight white men, but, but we can for a little while. Uh, Sometimes they like it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Oh uh, yeah. Sorry. I've, I've <laughs> taken it farther than joke and handle. Okay. <laughs> impossible um uh no but but i think a lot of that is likely due to a more diverse player base and i I don't just Mm -hmm. mean like straight white guys but but people in general who come from more diverse backgrounds who want to explore complex emotions and ideas and relationships through this medium um and i think we've really only started to see that in the last 10 or so years displayed in you know online and and in places where we can watch and and digest that content whereas before that it was all word of mouth like or you'd have to like go down to like your game store and watch people play D, where i think it was very much focused on combat mm-hmm. um uh so yeah i mean i think this is a larger conversation and also i mean fi- why yeah, not fi- i'm like let's not dwell we're doing 20 minutes we already <laughs> said we were going to it's <laughs> fine anyway <laughs> wonderful question andy i think that, that is yeah. well then uh, i'm gonna leave because that's me uh leaving on okay, a, a high note no i'm kidding um <laughs> there's i have something from tiktok and something from raw and order actually but i'm gonna start Ooh. with the tiktok one because i think it's less interesting okay, okay. um 
you guys are the most interesting, obviously. Is what I'm obviously. Uh, the TikTok one, I've actually talked with, with Joe about this quickly. I don't think it was a big one, but again, it's like scrolling through TikTok at three in the morning because why else would I be asleep? <laughs> like, that's fine. Um, and this one came up and it was like about kind of like homebrewing certain things, but this one was like, um, it was about how you don't ever run out of magic slots um, or what am I calling them? Slots. Slots? Spell slots. You don't run out of spell slots. So you just like, but when you do run out of them, you can still use magic, but you have to like, it, you almost oh. turn into like a wild magic sorcerer kind of a thing, but not You're really. You're saying this is a mechanic you saw. Yes. Got yeah. Okay. That's someone like changed. They were like, we're going to change this because because yes. people choose to be magic users, especially because they want to use magic. So let them use magic, but suddenly there's going to be some kind of like consequence consequence to it. And so, so, um, so Anna, to, sorry to put yeah. this in like a, yeah. So, so imagine like you run out of spell slots and your DM still allows you to cast leveled spells beyond that once you run out. But every time you do, you have to like roll a D 20 and, and roll like an ability check higher than your spell casting modifier, oh. or you have to roll in the wild magic table. Or oh. Well, there was, there was also one where they were like, like if you roll from like a 16 to 20, cool, you do the spell, everything's fine. But like an 11 to 15 was like, cool, you do it, but you take half of the damage too. Mm. Or like, oh, cool, if you roll a six to 10, great. But instead of doing damage to who you thought it was, you have to roll to see like which initiative you actually are hitting. Oh. Um, or like one to five has been, one to five, one time they, were, they go, they go, yeah, no, it works, but I get to pick who uh, it damages, <laughs> which feels which feels like a vindictive DM to me. <laughs> but I do like that, like petty energy. So that's fine. Um, I just thought it was really cool. Like it was like a way of being like, let's make this more mm -hmm. fun for people who like suddenly are a lot of magic. magic users. Exactly yeah. right. Um, right. Which I thought was really cool. And I don't know if that's a thing. Joe, would you, you allow that? On. Oh Jesus! Would um, you allow it? I would allow it if if, if we started the campaign. That way in that setting mm -hmm. i would i wouldn't i think you'd need a you'd need an in-world explanation i mean i guess mm. my thought would be um like every time you cast a spell you don't have a spell slot for a leveled spell um you have to roll a constitution saving throw or potentially gain a level of exhaustion mm. um or like after so and so many spells you gain a level of exhaustion or you roll in the wild magic table if you don't roll higher than your your spell save dc or something mm. um uh yeah i i think that's an interesting mechanic but i'm curious anna what as a player primarily what does that does that sound enticing to you or does that sound like like it could be potentially because i could i could see it being game breaking right like if you're only casting yeah. you know if you have access to fifth level spells and you're only casting fifth level spells um and you happen to be rolling really well like that drastically changes right the, the the you know what could happen in combat i would say that it sounds like a great idea and it sounds like something i would be down for especially the wild magic table because i remember and this was with andy when we played the harry potter game when i was a sorcerer i loved rolling on that wild magic table like the most random things happen yeah that was and, cool you know and sometimes it can be devastating and sometimes it can be hilarious and i don't yeah, you're blinded in the middle of battle yeah, like, <laughs> or, or it's like raining broccoli or something oh, yeah. crazy right so literally um, i put i have a custom yeah. wild magic table where our daris our our uh sorcerer in Gaijo 2 uh, rolled and it rained broccoli for yeah. a minute. <laughs> <laughs> it's like steamed broccoli or just raw broccoli? Raw broccoli on a ship. Raw broccoli. You know what? I need raw broccoli. <laughs>
Um, but I would say that uh, to keep up with, you know, not doing game breaking things and how the mechanics of magic actually work. Uh, the thing that would make most sense to me is every time you cast a spell post your spell slots, it makes sense to me that you would gain a level of exhaustion. Uh-huh. Uh, I think the point of having the spell slots is like you're learning magic, right? As you level up and you only have so much battery life in you, you know, like so much life source, so much magical energy, so much knowledge, so much ability of use. And that drains, you know, it's kind of like it, it's game breaking to say, I don't need sleep. It's game breaking to say, I, like my HP just constantly rejuvenates and, you know, <laughs> comes back to me, rejuvenates. I don't know. Now I was, um, yeah. So I, I think that like in an ideal world, that sounds great. Why not? Just well, couldn't you make an argument? Who cares how many slots there are, but. <laughs> couldn't you argue for the people who actually have like inherent sources of magic would be able to do this just maybe again exhaustion or you have to like roll yes. a nat 20 or whatever but like and not to sound like a giant nerd but magic uh-huh. comes at a price regardless of Ooh, whether yeah, it's innate that's what i want to talk about next or, keep going yeah. <laughs> yeah so i i think you know even if you, this is like from within born magic it any action you take exerts energy and magic exerts a lot I imagine. (laughs) (laughs) Anna knows some personal experience. Yeah. Yeah. My witchcraft and wizardry lessons, (laughs) I know that it's quite exhausting. (laughs) We just go back and listen to all of the episodes of this, and you just use the word allegedly a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. Yeah, it's like, wait, hang on one second. Wait, so um, next, Andy, does this lead into a different? I'm curious. What is this? It can because you guys talked about it, and I just it's the it's not the only thing that made me be like, I have thoughts about this, but it's one of the ones that really I was like, okay, cool, and mostly because I tied it to the movie Practical Magic, so don't worry about it. Yeah. It's listen, it's only the greatest movie that's ever invented. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> um, so in Practical Magic, have we all seen it? We've all seen it. Yes. I have not. Oh, and uh. Okay, well, I'm going to say spoiler, but it came out in 1998, so let's move on with our lives. Um, the Sixth it, Sense spoiler. He was dead the whole time, you guys. Yeah, there's, <laughs> so it's it's two sister witches, uh, Nicole Kidman and uh, Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. Oh, wow. I know, my gosh. I'm already <laughs> hooked. I want to yeah. watch this now. Oh, yeah. Stalker Channing's in it, right? Diane Weist is Diane also in Weist. it. Yeah. Aiden Quinn, who is less attractive at the beginning because whatever, but then he gets more attractive <laughs> because he's the guy you have, you know? Um, anyway... So uh, Nicole Kidman is being beaten by her boyfriend. And so um, her sister comes to get her while he's gone, but they accidentally um, dose him with Belladonna too much. Oh God. So he dies. Okay. Um, and they, they're like, they can bring him back so they can revive him. But Ugh. it's like, she goes, she goes, I don't care what he comes back as, as long as he comes back with a pulse as the actual line in the movie. I've seen it too many times. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> And so you guys were talking about like revivify stuff um, mm. and how like, I think, and I don't know what the actual thing is, but in critical role, there is like a mechanic where you have to do something special instead of just mm-hmm. being like the one person casting it. Right. Correct. Um, but you were talking about um, consequences to it. Like, so it could like change things. I don't know exactly how much you were talking about that, but I kind of was like lean in on it. Right. I like this idea. This happens a lot where like, 
um, people died and came back and their magic didn't work in movies or shows or whatever, or like this one thing that happened kind of like, like I thought about like Samson's hair gets cut off. He doesn't have strength anymore. Right. So like things happen and then suddenly you don't get that. So I think this is a thing too, that I would like, that would be like Anna was talking about earlier where it's like longer campaigns, maybe where people probably have a more mm-hmm. of a chance of dying. Um, but like lowering stats or changing stats of your main thing that makes you like lose some of your power or make you level up slower or make you like, it doesn't make sense to go that route and leveling up anymore. So you have to kind of like rethink stuff. And I thought that was kind of um, a cool conversation that I wanted to ask more questions about uh, because Please, for the yeah. love of God, don't give him ideas. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I might be the only one that's actually died and been revivified. In his oh. screen, and I, I don't want that. Well, I was <laughs> I watching, I was, I, I was watching a movie last night um, and drinking wine as one does, or as I do, I guess I don't want to suggest <laughs> that everyone does. Um, and then I just started writing down ideas about what you could do, which is a lot. But like, I was like, what would make sense? Like what, when you die makes sense. And I was like, well, barbarians are strong, but when you die, you start rigor mortising. So your strength goes down because your muscles are damaged or something like that. Um, or like you're now, what's the opposite of resistant? Uh, vulnerable. You're vulnerable to like uh, fire or ice, depending on like, mm. oh, you got cold. So now fire damage is worse to you or ice is worse oh. because it freezes your stuff more or like things like that, where you get like these um, or just like, oh, you come back and you're constantly at a level of exhaustion and you get a bunch of, but that seems annoying. Yeah, <laughs> so, that seems like yeah. too yeah. much of a price <laughs> like, to pay. Yeah. And I'm curious, Revivify. I'm curious, having been revivified with, with, so Matt Mercer uses a modified system, which I'm not going to even try to describe because I don't want to get it wrong, but basically you have to make an ability check um, and people can help to lower the DC, but at the end of the day, you roll a D20 and it is what it is. I use a similar system. It's, it's an ability check that utilizes, um, uh, your spellcasting modifier that you can add to it. And for every for every time you die, that DC goes up. So it starts at a number, and I don't tell people what it is, and um, you can whittle it down with ability checks. Uh, and every time you die, that goes up. So Iso's DC has gone up now. So the oh next God. time someone tries to bring her back, it's going to be more difficult. That sounded um, like a threat. Um, I know. So, <laughs> which, and so Anna, I guess I'll let you sort of address first Andy's proposal. I have a lot of thoughts on it. This, this is okay. I hate this because as the person who has been revivified, I don't want there to be consequences to me because <laughs> I am great and I don't deserve that. I also but, never want my actions to have consequences. Yeah, <laughs> and thank you. Yeah, yeah. But as somebody listening to your proposal outside of having been revivified, this makes a lot of sense to me, honestly, <laughs> like maybe coming back and at, at the very least coming back and you have like three levels of exhaustion or something, you know, because it cannot be easy mm-hmm. to have died and been brought to life. Right. So that would be okay. I just, you know, have three long rests to get over it or something. Um, I see Joe making notes and that's making me anxious. <laughs> no, no, no. So there, I, <laughs> no, there's a, so true resurrection that actually is a function of the spell. So uh, I'm, I was just looking for the exact language, but uh, with true resurrections, it's a ninth level spell, obviously very high. It requires 25 uh, uh, diamonds and holy water worth 25,000 gold. So not a cheap spell. Ow. Um, uh, uh, oh no, it's not true resurrection. It's, uh, it's the fifth level one. Ray's dead, I think. 
regardless yeah ray's dead and you come back with uh, you have a negative four penalty to all attack rolls saving throws and ability oh, checks yeah. and every time you finish a long rest that is reduced by one so so that's a little bit more it's, it's right. a temporary uh, mm. limit to your your things but it's not permanent oh i want permanent <laughs> i think i think like i i just there's like you come back changed. And, th- and my thinking of this too is just any show or movie I've watched and I've I've watched a lot of them where people come back. So like, have uh, and I'm going to say we all, but I think the answer for Joe <laughs> is no. Have we watched Buffy? No. Are you? Oh my God. You've watched. Oh, you have watched Buffy. Are you That's right. fucking I- kidding me? Have I watched <laughs> Buffy? I've watched oh Buffy like a million times. I just feel like there's a lot of times I say, have you seen that? And your answer is no, and you should enough- have to resent the fact that Sarah Michelle Gellar is a Republican. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but there's like the famously and like Buffy dies at a certain point and they bring her back. And there's a musical episode where she was basically like, I was in heaven and you pulled me out of there. Right. So like, I'm like, I mean, she's like depressed and will never feel happiness again. Like that kind of thing. So like that kind of change, that's what I want to see as like a narrative device. Um, Ooh, and then how I- do you mechanically make that a thing? Another one I had was like, you can come back, but all of your perception rolls are with disadvantage because you're still connected and see things from another plane, Ooh. which I was like, cool. Like, so I was like, listen, I was proud of my drunk self for coming up with these. Okay. Yeah. I, gotta, I, gotta say that. I wouldn't mind like psychological trauma, you know, <laughs> I wouldn't mind inflicting psychological trauma. <laughs> <laughs> or I like the idea that you come back and you're like, I can see ghosts now. So that's cool. Yeah. Like that that kind of cool like a festival situation. Yeah. 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 <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh I wouldn't mind that, but permanent permanent actual play <laughs> sacrifice that no, don't don't do that. I, I, just, I, th- <laughs> I think the reason why it's so it's because when you, it's just so cool to like enhance your character and build them up. I see the like I could see how that would be a really cool device and it certainly makes you, it would make everyone at the table much more cognizant of like, oh, we're not just going to let that person die. We need to fucking save them mm-hmm. um, or else they're going to be true. like, they're going to hinder us as a party. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, My barbarian uh, now has to be a bard because he doesn't have strength anymore. Right? Like that's, <laughs> not think, that bards are bad. Not that bards are bad. I think what I would bards want to great. avoid <laughs> as a DM is is making someone less happy with their character because mm-hmm. what they could always do in spite or in in and dissatisfaction is retire that character. So you know what? Fuck it. If I'm going to lose two to my strength, I'm going to roll a new character and play a wizard. And it's like, mm-hmm. as a DM, I'd be a dick to be like, well, you can't, or that wizard has a penalty. It's like, well, no, that doesn't make sense. I feel like you'd have to have like, like the, for this to really be a fun mechanic, you'd have to let them know beforehand. And yes. you'd have to kind of be like, I'm going to try to kill the shit out of you. Yes. <laughs> right. Because like, like, yeah, get them on board first. That right. Like, good. And plus, if it's like, I don't know, there's a thing about me where I'm like, if you have as much love for that character as I think a lot of people claim to have for the characters they create, Mm -hmm. then even if that character changes, then you should kind of still want to be it, right? Just because like, like life is now throwing you a kind of a curveball, but it does. I agree with you. And I never thought about that where it was like, it will have an effect on everyone, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're Mm -hmm. a healer and your main thing is that you heal people, and suddenly that's kind of not taken away, but weakened or, or whatever. And you're not as effective at it, then it does affect everyone. And you kind of like, maybe that instills more caring in people. Maybe I'm just trying to make the world a better place through death, <laughs> which does sound like genocide is what I realized. Right? So that's uh, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, I take it back. I take it back. Not um, great. Yeah. 
No, I but do yeah. like I do like that concept of I, I would say rather than have a permanent vulnerability, which can which is interesting, but and, and I would consider something like that or or like reducing someone's stats. I would maybe do something like, oh, if you're a spellcaster, you have to, you know, roll a D20 every time you cast a spell. And if you roll a one, the spell fails because or something, you know, some something like that where it's permanent, but like it's not always going to affect you every single mm-hmm. time. It's not debilitating right. in any way. Right. Like, yeah, right. But I personally, I think my rules for, you know, revivifying people or, or, or resurrecting people are harsher than 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 these in some ways, because right. after a certain point, you cannot be brought back. And that mm-hmm. DC goes up significantly so with time so the more times you die you will eventually reach a point where it is impossible so you know well i I would imagine this like this what i'm suggesting would be eventually the same situation right if something happens every single time you die something gets gone you're no longer an effective player right like like and again it's realistic because you know i'm thinking too like um and i'm just just because i'm rewatching fantasy high um <laughs> which I like. Joe has judged me for liking. I like Fantasy High. high. <laughs> I've never even heard of this. It's oh, Dimension Twenty's first. Oh, oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. First and third, yeah. yeah, something like that. So I'm on the part, that, but like, there's a character who's just a person, like walk like with them, and gets like punched in battle and is just instantly dead. You know, <laughs> and they're like, they're like, well, that's re- that's more realistic. You're all weird demigods, right? So like, you, like at, at a certain, earlier? yeah, yeah. <laughs> And at a certain point, like okay. if if this happened over and over again, either way, right? I mean, you get hit in battle or like you can't defend yourself or you can't mm-hmm. do something, right? I mean, it would be eventually you're just straight up. You're just going to be dead. Like that, mm-hmm. so, But yeah. It's good to know about that DC thing though, because I will be a lot more careful with my own life now. Did you <laughs> not know that? No, I didn't know that the DC to bring me back would be higher. Oh, oh okay. subsequent yes. deaths. Yes, yeah. Is. Yeah, review those resurrection rules. Yeah. In there. Uh. Um, and also, <laughs> sorry, like, you give me a book when we start playing. I was like, yeah, I'm right. gonna read. I'm gonna read it, but I'm not gonna remember all. <laughs> I, well, and also the rule is, is if that you fail, you can't be brought back with a spell of the same level for that death. So, like, if if someone rolled to revivify you and and failed, you could no longer be revivified. You'd have to be raised dead or true resurrected or mm. um uh whatever that druid spell is. So. I think there's it's a it's interesting to me because my feelings about this tend to be like normally when I'm watching people play or if I'm playing I'm like do whatever you want like everything's fine like who cares <laughs> rules are stupid everything's bad and this I'm just like no there are consequences to death and I'm going to kill you as much as like I just don't know why I'm like doing both sides of this but <laughs> I think I'm okay with it anyway yeah um that's that's what I had okay well yeah. I have some and I don't know if you have any questions I've I've prepared a few a few m- maybe quicker lighter ones yeah okay. yeah not Let's, just death. Yeah, not just, death. <laughs> not just death. Yeah. but those are fabulous. yes yeah um, okay so if you could ca- <laughs> sounds so stupid now compared to Andy. if you had a million dollars <laughs> where you would you go gold, <laughs> what, what what fake mansion would you buy um <laughs> if you could cast the fine familiar spell in real life what type of creature would you summon and why? And what shenanigans would you get into with it? Okay. Okay. Am I existing as a real person in the real world? Yeah, this world, but you could cast Find Familiar. And you don't have to be stuck to the specific the yeah. specifics of the spell necessarily. To be the most boring like white dude in the world, just like a stupid Labrador. 
like a dumb, a dumb dog, like a dumb medium sized dog. What? How is that different than like a pet? Like Just getting get a, a dog. That's right. Pet. What do you want me to do? Well, I, I, I mean, can be a familiar. It's like an animal you create that follows your commands, right? You like, create so... it. I, th- I thought you it had to be or something. Like, Doesn't it have no. to be like an actual creature? No, 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 no. That's like awaken. That's like a super high level spell that you can you can like tur- make a creature oh. like speak yeah. and stuff. So you, um, find okay. familiar is you just it's a first level spell. You just um, you hour long ritual and you can bamf it into existence, bamf it in and out on command. It can. I'm just thinking of familiars like witches. So like a cat. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, no. the cat's well, an I mean, option. Yeah. But you're but, saying I could. But then let's like just a... just get a cat. Like. Well, I don't really want a bat. <laughs> I don't want something living in my house, excuse me, getting hair everywhere. And then like <laughs> I cleaned it five seconds ago and suddenly my house is dirty again. No, thanks. Wish my dog Stella was fine familiar because then she'd actually have to obey my commands as opposed to just <laughs> sitting there like a potato. <laughs> Anna, what would you, what would you summon? Oh gosh. Um, a parrot. I, think. I was thinking a bird too. Yeah. I think a parrot because a, I think they're very beautiful and I feel like they would be really fun talking point, you know, to just be like, here's a parrot I have. <laughs> oh, don't be a, and don't be a parrot person. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking that about? At yeah. That's like, like they're just like walking down the parrot. street with like a parrot on their <laughs> shoulder, like but they don't yeah. acknowledge it. They're just like, yeah, I'm like, hey. oh, oh, is there a parrot on my shoulder? <laughs> right. Oh, okay. They're actually also, my best friend, but whatever. <laughs> I'm also, I don't like birds. Me and birds don't get along. So oh. your answer is terrible. I'm just going to say it right but now. See, it's <laughs> cute because they would like say things. Yeah. And I can like teach them to say, uh, maybe I should just get a parrot. Like, get I'm a parrot. Like and, getting a pet parrot. I was like, why can't I have a dumb Labrador, but you get a parrot that what, already talks? What you're asking, <laughs> Joe, is what is my ideal pet? Okay, great. <laughs> I mean, what would you get? I, I think I would get like, um, like a raven or a hawk or an owl, like something impractical, like for a for a pet for most people. Okay, because like a hawk would be cool because then then you could like it could fly. Bring you, you rats. Could... So we're just asking about exotic pets. <laughs> no, it could be whatever you want. It, it just your reason for having a dumb Labrador Retriever is was dumb because you could just get one. Yeah. Like, like nothing's you, preventing you, you from getting one right now. <laughs> okay. We're, t- we are talking uh, fine, but then I you could talk know. to it. Then you could talk to it. So you're fine. You're fine. Yeah, I don't need to talk to a dumb Labrador. You're right. No, you know, what'd be nice is that when they need to be taken out, you could just bamf them to another dimension and, they poop and then there. they can just do their business there. The poop dimension. That's a good you don't have well, to, they don't, yeah, the they don't even eat. They don't eat. Yeah. So they, they don't even poop. They just, and they don't Perfect. sleep. Yeah. In that case, I would get a Labrador. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're coming full circle. I there appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, I remember as a kid, we would play like a house. And so I always wanted to be the dog. I don't, I don't just like, I'm going to be the animal crawling around. Doing Whoa, stuff. Okay, Andy. Hang not, on. We're not getting into pup play. Man. I'm just First saying. First of all, he says like, we used to play house. Like, yeah. It's like the most revolutionary game anybody has ever. You what? won't play this, but I know. We used to play this game I invented. I didn't called, say it that way. I didn't say it that way. House, okay. <laughs> but one time I had been, I was obsessed with animals. So I had these big binders full of animals. And I was like, I don't want to be a dog. I want to be a Komodo dragon. I want to be a Komodo animals. dragon. So that's what I'm going to pick. What's happened come to your animal binders since then? Yeah. I don't know, but I thought about them the other day and I do kind of want to see if my dad still has them. But I <laughs> you just pulled, not to reference Mitt Romney a second time, but you just pulled a Mitt Romney with binders full of animals. Binders full of animals? <laughs> Is that a women? 
Um, That's how I'm going to find my familiar. Don't worry about it. Okay. I love it. Beautiful. I think a Komodo dragon would be amazing. Okay. Second, action economy with shields. So in per raw, donning or doffing a shield is don't look at me weird Andy. i don't like the word doff okay. <laughs> um on and off a shield is it actually <sighs> do you think that is too is it too that much is cruel is okay, a full but, action it's a full action i have modified rules where it does not cost a full action um but it costs other things we're talking turn. to pick up a shield versus to, 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 to like to cast shield flip it around yes to, to pick it up not to cast the spell shield Oh, that's too much. That's it's much too much. Too much. It's an. It's. Wouldn't that be an item interaction or whatever the fuck? An object interaction. One would think. How how does donning or doffing a shield cost more than like unsheathing my sword? That's I not an action. I think the theory is that you have to like take it out and then put your arms through the straps, right? No, it's like, no. Have you ever seen a shield being donned? You just have you. First of all, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you both like medieval warriors? What's right. happening? <laughs> I well, okay, but it, by that Actually, logic, you've never been to like... a Renaissance fair. Jeez, <laughs> I, uh, I have. And I, I hate to break it to you. I resent that accusation. <laughs> I haven't been, but I have watched that episode of Gilmore Girls, so I did see one. <laughs> we have. Re- we you're resenting a lot of accusations today, Joe. <laughs> I'm very angry. <laughs> so, but wouldn't by that logic, wouldn't like taking an arrow and like yeah. knocking an arrow be an object be an action well mm-hmm. i think the thought is you can whoosh, do it really quickly pick it up but can i fucking whip a shield around yes i don't know i'm not a shield master i don't <laughs> i'm asking Hang on. yeah this is what i'm saying though that's just too high a price i mean yeah. this is like i don't um, even like paying an interactions worth of action yeah. economy on that which is why every time we're walking anywhere i'm like i have my shield yep, out 100 <laughs> yep 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 but this is like, I think you guys talked about on another episode, just me proving that I listen. Um, <laughs> you talked about um, letting down concentration on a spell mm-hmm. um, voluntarily. voluntarily. And yep. so someone was like, I think the guest was maybe like, yeah, that could count as an action or something. And I think you were both like, no. <laughs> uh, like, well the, well, the book tells us it's it's not. It's not. It's, right, it's right. Yeah, it was just, yeah. but it has to happen on your turn, which I think I did agree with. Mm-hmm. Anna, I think of that one. Anna, I think I agree with you the most. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, anyway, hair sorry. Flip, hair flip for the yeah. audience that's listening and not looking at me. <laughs> so we're all in agreement. Too too much, too much, too high of a price. To pay. Uh, yes. I mean, my too God. Yeah. 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 That's insane. That is insane. Okay. Um, if you could only play one class in D&D from here on out for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh, God. Okay. See, I, this is hard for you because you only played two classes. I don't think it is because I've played, <laughs> I've played, I've played two magic users, and I'm out. I am like, what? <laughs> You're done with the magic. It's too hard. You want to be just, a barbarian? I just... give me a barbarian 100 percent of the time. Just I'm going to go into a rage. I'm going to hit stuff, and then I'm going to and I'm going to have feelings. And I'm, I feel like the happen. second you actually start playing that, you're going to miss playing a caster. Mm-hmm. It, but I feel like I feel like that's probably true. Okay, I'll give you that. But I also feel like it's like I, and I think it's mostly because I haven't played that much. But like, 
as the turns coming around to you, I'm just like, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? <laughs> like, I just like, like, yeah, yeah, like, like I have these ideas, but I don't know. I have to look at my thing again, and it seems too much. <laughs> but so I'm Andy, just like, don't you find that fun? <laughs> I I will say it. It makes me. And we've talked about this before. It makes me feel like the same way that I feel when I have a crush on someone, mm-hmm. yeah, and I probably. I hate it. <laughs> I when you have that like my friend was like, you have a crush on someone, you, you get to go out and like get ready, and I was like, that's awful i would rather just go out and have a nice time and so like this kind of thing i'm like i'd rather just be like yeah i'm gonna hit someone i'm gonna walk over i'm gonna hit someone or mm-hmm. like i'm gonna throw someone at something like i could do things yeah. like would be great like that's i think that's where i would land now if i got used to magic more maybe mm-hmm. i would be more inclined but right now as it stands fuck it anna what do you think paladin paladin all day long Paladin's all day every day mad. best of both yeah. worlds i guess yeah exactly right that's exactly why I would pick it. Best of both worlds. Does it suck you can't go beyond fifth level? Not really, because <laughs> honestly, I, I guess. Spells. Fifth level spells. I mean, yeah. Oh, okay. oh yeah. Yeah. You fifth can. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's the one? <laughs> no, because there's so much cool shit one through five. And by the time characters are even getting leveled up high enough to be able to cast like six, seventh, eighth, ninth level spells, everybody's too overpowered anyway. You're all just gods walking around. Who cares? Right. So paladin all day, every day, every character can be a paladin for the rest of my life. And I would be a okay with that. Well, plus there's something comforting having right a righteous cause. Yeah. Right. And then yeah. sometimes just breaking it because why not? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's how people with righteous causes usually work anyways. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I would pick Druid. I'm playing one right now and it's just so, mm. it's same thing, versatile. It's so versatile. And depend, you know, depending on the subclass, you can really change whether it's more melee focused or spellcaster focused. Mm. And I liked the character I created as a Druid. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it was my first time playing, so I was just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. That was a that was scary. That was a really was fun scary. noise. I like well, it. you know, I got a lot of them. <laughs> oh well, Andy, thank you so much for joining us on the Rocket Docket. Well, thank you for having me. I know the my part of the docket wasn't particularly rockety, but here we are. Hey, but it was really interesting and yeah. fun. Yeah, so I'm glad. thank I'm you. Glad. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you. Do you want? Do you have any socials? Do you want to plug? Um. None that I do anything on besides post pictures of like a like movies I'm watching. <laughs> so just a bunch of practical wait, magic. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. I, yeah. <laughs> you post pictures of movies you're watching. Yeah, hang on. I'll show you really fast before I get off. You don't have to. Okay, well, too bad. It's gonna happen. <laughs> and thank you for running our socials, by the yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, when things are late, I am the person you can blame. Uh, like things like that. Oh, that's that's cute. I'm just showing you the vibes I'm creating and the vibes are usually a little fire, wine, a book, and a movie. (laughs) I like it. Yeah, and they don't change. It's just different wines. (laughs) Different movies. Yeah. (laughs) And if... Oh, sorry. No, go. No, I was going to wrap up so you can... Oh, wrap up. I didn't need to say what I was going to say. Well, well, isn't that always the truth? Okay. Oh, right. And on that note... And on that note... If you want to catch us at our socials, we are at Ron Otter D&D on Twitter. And you can email us or fill out. We have a questionnaire link. It's linked in this description of the podcast to fill out your questions and submit for our consideration. Court, guess what? What? 
It's adjourned. Oh! Oh! Gavel, gavel! So. Okay. So sound good, and uh, let other people finish talking before you start talking. <laughs> this is a, I'm very bad at, by the way. <laughs> <laughs>